No, I'm not lucky, I'm blessed. Yes, clap for the heavyweight champ. Me, but I couldn't do it all alone. We What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the I'm Not Lucky, I'm Blessed podcast. Chee! Hey guys, so before we start today's episode, I would love to introduce you guys to our wonderful sponsors, The Vein and Associate. They're a luxurious concierge company located in Boston, Massachusetts. So if you live in the city and you're looking for a concierge company for your apartment, then go pay them a visit at devaneandassociates.com. I repeat, devaneandassociates.com. They are the best in the game and they got you any day, anytime, anywhere. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the I'm Not Lucky, I'm Blessed podcast. Episode number 58. This is the last episode for the year 2021. Thank you so much, guys, for hanging out with me, listening to every episode. I was going through all the Spotify summary this year, and honestly, we did a great job. We had viewers from a lot of places. We did it better than we did last last year, and and I'm so grateful for you guys for hanging for like staying around, listening to every episode. And, you know, the love, sharing with your friends. If it's not for you guys, this podcast wouldn't be where it is today. I mean, technically, it's still... <laughs> it's growing, boy, you know. Thank you so much, guys, for the love and the support. Today, as usual, I have a, a special guest in the building. An amazing friend of mine. Came all the way from Chicago to Boston for this podcast. Like, literally, I booked a... No, she booked a flight ticket. And, uh, you know... Flew in yesterday. She's in the studio right here with me. You know, um, my great friend, the one and only MC Omar. Thank you, thank you for having me. How you feeling, Omar? Excited. So should I go with Sandra or Omar? Oh, whichever is whichever. I know, I know. So you know, Omar is uh, Omar is day one. You understand, right? Kaplan day one. How do we start, Omar? How do we? How did this friendship start? I don't know. God, twenty seventeen, twenty no no twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen. Yeah, we, we we took the same class. Class. I think literature. Um, one English class together, and I think we we're in the same group also. And then I think we were studying that ladies' letter writing class or something. Yeah, I, I can't remember the name of the um, the lecturer, but. Uh, yes, we took an English class. English together, class together, yeah. And we, I think that was the first time we even spoke. Spoke, yeah. And I guess that's that's where it started. Yeah, and today here we are. I was at a, a wedding um, this year. Congratulations on. Thank you. Getting married. How was that like? It was exciting. At, at the same time, exhausting because it took us what the entire year. Yeah. Um, we started planning from like November of twenty twenty. And then we had ups and downs, and it was exhausting with like caterers and all of that, planning it, getting people here, putting together a guest list. But it was a fun day to see people be excited, be happy, dance, and everything. So, yeah. yeah, no, it was beautiful. It's my first wedding ever that I've attended in America. Oh, wow, yeah. So, this, so this one is kind of like special for me because I was specifically invited. You get it, right? Mm-hmm. It would be the wedding that you weren't invited. <laughs> You look like you you like you did not come. You understand, yeah? It's you like they don't even up. know you don't show up. Yeah. Well, this one I was invited. You, I had a seat. You know, I you know I was among the first few people there, so it was very emotional for me, especially like when I saw you coming out. I, I was like, wow! Look, this it, it was a beautiful. 
That's the thing. When you invited for something, it feels different. You feel like you're part of this. <laughs> when you're not that invited, you show up with your friend. You show up with your friend. Okay, so by the way, Merry Christmas. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you too. Merry yeah. Christmas, guys. Merry Christmas, guys. How was your Christmas? What did you do yesterday? It was it was beautiful. So my in-laws do yeah. this thing where Christmas is an entire day event. Christmas is an entire day event. <laughs> so so I mean it is, but they yeah, it, it, yeah. technically it yeah. is. But like we woke up in the morning and we had breakfast and then we did stockings. So they have all this like each of us have stockings to our names. So you start opening the presents first from the ones that are in the stockings. Yeah. And then when you open each and every stockings and we do every rounds for stockings and then we start opening actual presents. And since we're five and each person gets like from one person gets like seven to eight things. Seven to eight and things. if you multiply that by five people, that's, that's a like, lot of presents. That's a lot of presents, yeah. So we, we did first round, second round, and then we took a break during lunch. <laughs> we had lunch. <laughs> Wait, you guys took a break for lunch. For, for opening gifts. Oh God, oh God, oh God, I served you. <laughs> God, God, you hear it? It's okay, it's okay. <laughs> So we took a break for lunch and then we had lunch and then came back and then we opened more presents and then when we're done it was what roughly 6 p.m 7 p.m and then we had dinner so at the end of dinner you're already very exhausted and we did i think we see we saw a movie during dinner just to relax and then everybody went to bed that was the entire day you guys were stressed from opening gifts i'm telling you i was stressed from not having gifts (laughs) whoa you guys no no do christmas you guys did christmas (laughs) we did after christmas (laughs) you guys celebrated christmas we were just there for the after party that's what basically we did but that's nice that's nice okay so before we start, we're already rolling, but there's this question I love to ask, like an icebreaker. Do you feel you're lucky or you're blessed in your life? I, you it's, uh, I, it, honestly, it's a combination of two. Because, yep. because um, firstly, let me go with the lucky part. Is there some things that I wasn't supposed to, or I'm not, I wasn't meant to, it just happened. Mm. And at that patch, it's like, okay, this is just some sort of luck because this wasn't what I was going for and it just happened. Yeah. And then the blessed part is me as a Christian. It's like, okay, God's blessing is upon me. And that's why things are, doors are opening for me. Wow, yeah. Give me an instance where you felt like this was luck. An instance where this was a blessing. So a place I would say, okay, so the place I would say this was blessing is with my husband. And I am forever grateful for an amazing man. Yeah. Um, You've met him, you know him. So (laughs) I'm forever grateful for that kind of amazing man. And a part of it is because I I think it's God's blessings because I've been praying for it. And finally God has answered my prayer for the kind of man I've been praying for. Yeah. So that that part, I'm like, okay, this is God's blessing upon my life. Whereas luck, I would go back to my job, and I've told you the story before, is I wasn't looking for the job. Oh, yeah. I wasn't looking. I wasn't even interested in it. And it just came to me. (laughs) So Mm. that part, I would say, it it is luck. Oh, wow. Wow. I like that. Because that's... I just... Like, this conversation here is a luck. Because 
I've been waiting, looking for a way to move from here to talking about your professional life, your job. Mm -hmm. And you just automatically brought it up in the conversation. And I'm like, okay, good. this is <laughs> lucky move right there. So, um, the listeners out there, what, what do you do for a living? Who are you? Okay. Then, yeah. So, I am a data scientist for uh, an investment, um, for an investment bank. Gotcha. And how long have you been doing that? I have been a data scientist for my profession for two years. Yeah. Um, before the investment bank, I started working there what five months ago. Gotcha. I've done uh, data science for a trading firm. I've done data science for um, a logistic firm, and then the third one, which is this one, is for the investment bank. From all this bank, and which of them do you do you enjoy most? For a bank, or yeah. Well, I I would say. Currently, is the one I'm doing right now that I have enjoyed the most. And I know it's just for a few months, but mm -hmm. it's been, there's been challenges and it's taught me a lot about what my profession is going to be and what, like, the goals that I have set for myself, it's going to look like. For once in a long time, or for once in my entire career, I have been to see that there is opportunity to, for me to climb to where I need to be. If you don't mind me asking, where is that place you feel like you need to be right now? Well, let me kind of go back, back a little bit. So I'm very, I am very goal oriented. I am very um, career oriented, and um, and I've always had this uh, philosophy in life: anything worth doing is worth doing well. Mm. What What's the point of spending so much time, investing time doing that? if you don't want to do it very well and see the results of what you're putting that time in. Yeah. So when I say for once I'm seeing a goal for myself, it's like, okay, I'm here right now. This is my position. How am I going to build forward to get to my career goals that I have? So I'm a data scientist right now. Am I, do I want to be continue on a data science um, career part or do I want to set myself as a data scientist to be an executive at this bank handling a data science um, team yeah. so those are the kind of goals for once I've seen I've put myself down and be like okay there's, a, there's an opportunity for this goal and this is how you need to build towards that yeah. at first it's always been okay I have a job I am comfortable with my job yeah. And um, they pay me well, so what's the point? What's the point? But now it's like, okay, I have a job. I'm comfortable with my job. I'm doing an amazing thing. How do I learn to get to where I need to get to? Get to, yeah. So like using that job like a, as a means to get to like a final destination. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because um, I remember the time I came to Chicago and we were having this conversation about the example you gave us when you were in college. The biggest prayer was, let me just finish school and just get a job, and I'll be set. <laughs> very set. <laughs> very set. Like, like, I just need one job. I just need one I don't job. care how much they pay me, just one, one job. job. <laughs> and even before that, like, if I can just get an admission to mm. university, life would be good. You get it, and then you get there. And you're like, okay, if I can just have, you know, graduate with a... 4.0 GPA, that will be boom. Boom, it happens. 
the next go the next is oh if i can just graduate and get my dream job that'll be good boom now you have the dream job you're not thinking of <laughs> the goals. Of goals, like you know, and and and, and 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 as interesting as it sounds, you sound you 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 said something that stood out to me even till today. You said, like right now, you're getting to that point where you're trying to. You've asked for these things; they are here. Why are you not satisfied with it? You get so you're like learning how to be satisfied. Because don't get me wrong, this was a goal some one day for you. But like, why are you not enjoying it? Why are you thinking about the future to, you know, spoil this? I, I think I'm not putting it the way you said it, you get it, right? Mm-hmm. But like you said something, and when you said that, it stood out to me because I looked at my life and I'm like, everything I have right now is what I have prayed for. But still, I am asking for more. Not from the point of view that I have fully used this opportunity that has been given to me. Mm-hmm. You get it, right? Yes. Like, I've literally worked in this place for less than uh, two years. You get it, right? Mm-hmm. And now I'm, I feel like I need more. What makes me think I need more? Have I really used this opportunity to the max? Like, have I, have I gone the inside, outside? Like, you know, turned the whole thing upside down? Because until then, until then, I feel like I don't deserve to ask for something else. Okay. Does that make sense to you? It does make sense to me. And um, it's okay to deserve more. That's just typical human behavior. Yeah. It's okay to be in a position that you're in and still want more. Humans are naturally climbers. We always want to get to the top of the food chain. But I think what we were talking about when we had that conversation is, like, I was, I was, reflecting on when I was in college and graduation and I'm like okay I just want one job I don't care how much they pay me give me one job and then at first I was like okay if you're not if I'm not gonna get a job give me an internship yeah. let me let me just have some source of income and then I be, I'm like okay if I get married it's gonna be fine <laughs> like it's it continues and and I have gotten to a point in my life where there is still goals that you could set but take a breath take a moment and appreciate everything that you're currently are in Mm -hmm. that's where i am in my life i'm like okay i've been looking for this job i'm talking about now i've been applying to that company since i was in college and Mm -hmm. i did not get it yeah and somehow they reached out to me and said okay we want to hire you right So it's it's about it's the mentality of taking a moment, taking a break, and appreciating what you have, because people people tend to and and it's not I do it sometimes too, when you pray or when whatever you want to get to a certain place in your life and you're like okay if I get here if I do this if I do that, and you get to that, but somehow you do not realize that you're there because there's been certain goals that have already been in place to replace that goal that mm-hmm. was first there. Mm-hmm. So the, you're, you're thinking of those other goals and you're ignoring the fact that you've gotten to that goal. So uh, taking a moment, and, yeah. and it, this, is, this is where I am in my life, just taking a moment, taking a breath, and appreciating the little things. So like I've, I've got a job that I wanted for a long time and I'm just soaking it in. 
So soaking that in, that doesn't cancel the fact that you still set out goals. You could still do that. But setting those goals and still having that mentality of appreciating where you are right now. Because that has been where you've been looking for looking five for years, five ten years, years, seven years yeah. ago. Yeah. No, 100%. It's like, uh, you know those hamsters that run in a... That's how it feels like if you're just always not appreciating, like just taking that moment to calm down and enjoy where you are right now and be there. Because sometimes I realize that you could be physically there but not mentally there. Thank you. Like 100%. You're, you're doing the job but mentally you're, you're not, not there. there. Like you're thinking just... about... And, and day goes and goes and goes and then the day feels longer, weeks feel shorter. You know what I'm saying, right? Because you feel like you go to work today, like, damn, was a long day. But the week was short. The days feel longer because you have to go to work every day. And, and, and not realizing that before then, this was the place you were, like, this, this place you feel like it's a long day now was what you were praying for and was saying that, okay, this is where I want to, to be. I was... Like, I read this book. It's called The Man's Search for Meaning. And this guy was talking about him being in a... Like, you know those prison camps? Like, those long mm-hmm. time ago, prison camps mm-hmm. that... Um, they would, in Vietnam, they put you in there and just... Due to war that happened, they would just hold people slave and just put them yeah. in there. And these people would just be working and no food, no lack of anything. And you see, there were 2,000 people. And people that were dying because they... They were living in the moment. You get it, right? They were dying because they were looking for freedom. They were expecting that tomorrow, next year, will, next year will be will be free. They were ha- they were thinking about the day they were going to be free, but they weren't living in the present day. Okay. So he survived because he had the mindset that whatever today brings to me, it's not about what I I expect from the day is about what the day expects from me. Mm-hmm. You get it, right? So the day has come to me for a reason, so I have to live that day to the fullest. Even if I'm suffering, I have to enjoy, enjoy the suffering. Day. You get it, right? Mm-hmm. I have to stay there physically present. Like, there's some people that, they were there, but their mind were already outside the prison yard. You get it, mm-hmm. right? They weren't there. So, like, they were going, days were going by, but they weren't physically, know, like, knowing what was happening, and that was kind of like, eating them up because if that day that thing they're expecting for to happen don't happen they feel heartbroken yeah you, you get right yeah. if that goal if that place they want to be you know don't happen that is like oh man i'm disappointed but while there are people that were okay every single day it's like i'm going to just no expectation i've seen this day this is what's in front of me i'm just going to make the most out of it and then when tomorrow come i make the most, most out, out of it. it when tomorrow come i make the most and you know just keep going like that and it it, it it was just mind-blowing, like, just to know that sometimes you could be somewhere, but just because you want more, you're not really enjoying what... What you're seeing. You're seeing. Makes sense, right? Yeah. Yeah. Totally, I get that. And, it, and sometimes we, our subconscious mind just takes us there, right? It's yeah. not... Sometimes it's not something we would have to control. So be, beginning to cultivate that mindset of okay, I'm just going to sit down and enjoy. I'm going to be appreciative of the little things. Be like, oh, I even had the opportunity to drink a glass of wine glass today. Of wine, yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. Uh, some people do not, cannot afford wine. Some people cannot afford food. 
but being being in that position to just appreciate the little things the big things everything it's just it's something we would have to mentally cultivate because we're p humans and i and i say this out of my understanding we've been put in a sit or we've, we've made ourselves in a situation whereby it's always oh what am i going to get how am i going to get better it's okay to get better so it's, o- it's okay yeah. to get better it's goal setting it's it's amazing it's good it's the best steps to get into where you need to get to but being able to appreciate those little things mm. that make up what those goals are the, be, the process thank you basically that's what it is about the process yeah the process those little things that come before you get to that goal actually what really matters than even and it's funny because sometimes you do not see the bigger goal mm-hmm. but let's say for example i'm, I'm just going to use um workout as an example okay your goal is to be able to lift 500 yeah whatever right and today you go and you lift 250 or you lift 200 you might spend one month lifting 200 appreciate that struggle for that one month that that is what we're talking about being able to appreciate that and sometimes people look at it and be like well i spent one month lifting 200 why is this not working but being able to be like whatever i learned in this one month how has this one month changed me how have i learned if if it's have i learned different leg placement in this one month Mm -hmm. what what has been the, the 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 achievement this one month that's what we're referring to as getting to soak in the process. process. You're like, you've ever seen a situation where your soul walked in on a goal that you didn't appreciate the things around you and then you finally get to that goal and you're just like, oh man, is this what I was, like literally this is the climb I was like, this is, is this it? You get, you get there and you're like, is this it? And now you wish you even leave the little while you you go into the process i would i'll give you an example and yeah. I, I gave you the example when we're talking about my job <clears throat> there was a financial goal that i had i was like okay if my job can pay me this i am going to be set for life like everything everything's gonna be perfect yep. <laughs> and i make that right now and it's like okay so what am i gonna do what this is I... this is what is this it's like it, it's like what is this you you know you don't get satisfied you it, and it's funny because it's like when you when you're trying to get a goal i spent time i spent time nights studying preparing myself mentally educational wise career wise to get to where i am yeah and all through that point i lost connection with people i lost yeah. connection with friends i did some things that I I'll be like oh why didn't I do this some time ago when I'm supposed to do it like what you just explained right yeah. like you lose some things getting to where you're trying to get to and then you get there and you're like why did I sacrifice all of those, all things, of those things for this, for this yeah. Yeah. yeah that's why you know they say it's not really about the, the goal it's about the the journey you know enjoying it you know people making friends along the way living life to the fullest not being numb to things you get right yeah like taking those 
little victories that you get every day I appreciate it because sometimes we um, stress more about the huge goal and we forget that those little goals those little wins are what actually leads us to that final goal for example you know how like the year ended and we'll kind of like I was telling you about your workouts and how you've improved from weight wise if you're looking at the physical goal of what you want we're not there yet. We're not there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Workout wise, not there. But, but but when you looked at, oh, like, oh, yeah, I I'm getting stronger. I, I'm getting stronger. I'm getting better. So it's uh, sometimes it's funny because the goal, the goal might not be the way you, you see it, or or the way you want to see it. It, it. it might come in a different way. So, but if your eye is only on one thing, you know, if you're looking at only that, this is how I want it to look then you will not even see how it, it comes out. You get it, right? Because I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because like when I left college and I keep going back to either my career or my personal life as an example. Yeah. But I, when I left college, I was like, oh, I want to be an investment analyst. I was totally into investment analyst. I was like, I want, I want to be investment banking, investment banking, analytics with investment. And... I didn't realize what I loved about analytics. I didn't. I did not know. And I was like, "Oh, I interned um, with an investment bank earlier yeah, in yeah. college." And I was like, "Okay, if I intern with an investment bank, if I do this, if I do that, I'm gonna get here." And all of the investment banks I applied to said no. <laughs> I interviewed with my classmates, mm-hmm. and it's very funny. I keep telling this story, and I keep telling the guy the story too there was my classmate i used to tutor for finance and i prepped him for the same position, position yeah. that we both applied to he passed <laughs> they offered him the job <laughs> <laughs> and then you I, and i didn't get it didn't i get it. i they offered him the job and i didn't get it and i prepped him we sat down and yep, we prepped. You, you prepped i tutored him, him yep. for like financial like one of the classes we're taking mm, yeah. I, I was his tutor prepped him for the interview because he didn't know about it. I was like, oh, they're, yeah, they're interviewing. And he's like, oh, can I just... And I said, okay, I'm doing... I he didn't even know about the interview. No! He didn't know. He didn't know about the job position. And I told him they were, the company was hiring. He didn't even know about the job position. No. No, no, no. knew. No. You Every, prepped him. I prepped. Like, you literally gave him food to eat. Like, just... I gave him the job. job. <laughs> you gave him the job. And I was applied to that same job. Yes, I was that same job. Because they were hiring multiple people. Yeah. Because they do that your um, sophomore, your sophomore year, your sophomore year, junior year, your junior year, the companies begin to hire. You know, when you get to your senior year, you already have a job lined yeah. up. So I told him about it. I was interviewing. They were hiring multiple people, and I was like, "This is my dream company. Please help yeah. me. This yeah. is. I'm ready. I'm. I have A, B, C on my resume. My GPA is high." I am a president of a club. Well, I'm sorry, like, a secretary of a club yeah. and a vice president of another. As everything is there. Yeah, like, yeah. come on. And he called me and he's like, thank you very much. I got the job. Oh, my God. My point is, sometimes we set goals mm. that we have a mentality of how that goal is supposed to go. Supposed to look like. But, it somehow cultivate itself to be something entirely different because I ended up loving data science 
more than being an investment banker. Wow. So it's like, it's it's like you you put a goal in your head and you work towards it, mm. but whatever that goal is going to manifest into, you you have no have no idea so so when you when you tell yourself a b and c is going to lead to this goal it might not go that way so it's a it's interesting you say that because because like lately i've been looking into the the word passion and and how people see passion how everyone nowadays feel like there is this dream job waiting for them so they take for granted every job they get if they don't like it boom i'm up i have a dream job i want to work in this place i want my dream job and this guy that explained this idea to me he wrote the book called so good they can't ignore you and he said he doesn't believe in the word passion he doesn't believe in the word dream job he doesn't believe that there's any dream husband dream anything he believes that anybody any job can be your dream job how does that job become your dream job? You would love a job will become your dream job when three things happen. First, you are autonomous, like you have that power to to make your own, like you know, to say how you want things to be. Two, you see the impact you're having on people's life. And three, you're very good at it. If when once those three things are in place, and then with time you do this job you realize that this wasn't even what you wanted. But right now, you're like, you're obsessed with it. Same thing with partners. Sometimes we end up, we end up with people that weren't even our dream partners. If they say, like literally, if you were to pick your dream husband or your dream wife, this is not the person. But you end up loving this person so much that you end up with, and you say to yourself, like, thank God I picked this person. I'm, I'm so glad you mentioned the partner part. Because like, that, that's literally where I am right like, now. Like, like, you, like, you be like, I am so glad that I didn't go for the dream. Like, this person, I would not trade this person or this job for anything. He gave an example of Steve Jobs. How Steve Jobs speaks about passion. People think he was passionate about Microsoft. But mm-hmm. he, he actually wasn't. He luckily stumbled upon it. There was a huge contract, like a huge money was supposed to come out. Like it's like if you guys can produce this, you have this amount of money. So he had no choice but to make it happen. And then with time, with the money that was coming and and with the level of he was putting into it, he started becoming obsessed with it, and it became a passion for him. So long story short, what this guy was saying is, you don't really need to like you quote unquote that dream job dream partner it's about long time you get right compounding every like you know you do something so much that you become good at it it's this easy for you and then now you start to say like this is my dream job i'll give you an example personal training was not my dream job mm-hmm. you, you get right working out was just for me working out was what i wanted to do and then i like i used to work in a restaurant and i'll go to the gym and then i'll go to work, come back, back and forth. 
And someone was like, you should just walk in the gym, man. Like, you already, <laughs> you, you sleep there. So you just spend so much time there. Yeah, so, like, it will save you money and, you know, stress. I was like, you know what, let me, okay, let me think about personal training. So, I go into personal training. Well, I was like, I used to work in the gym and then they offered me personal training, but I turned it down. You get right? Like, my first, like, a gym back in low. Like, they thought, the guy was like, I want you to be a trainer. But I, I didn't really feel like becoming a personal trainer. I, I wanted to do something completely different. Interesting. Interesting. So, yeah, but like, and then I I applied for the job as a personal trainer. Even when they asked me, why do you want the job? I was like, honestly, I love to work out so much that I just want to be in a gym and just get it done. So they gave me the job and I, re- I never wanted to be this guy at first. It was just, oh, I have a gym, money, that's cool. I'm good to go. And then I started seeing the impact I was having on people. You get it, right? That's why I believe in that statement. Like, first thing, once you started see, like, you f- you start feeling the impact you have on people, this, it start, it changes from, hmm, fun thing to more like, hmm, I'm changing lives here. I became good at it. it became easy for me. And then also, I control my schedule. You get it, right? That is I, golden. I go in, like, I'm saying next week, next 2021, I'm trying not to even work every day like that's how funny it became for me and then all of a sudden i started seeing this as it started like dawning on me as a passion but it never was a passion for me with lifting with was a passion you get it right but now personal training now just the more i'm doing it the more i put myself into it the more you know work is work is nice um my boss doesn't fight me no one controls me, you get it, right? Everyone just makes sure I'm doing the right thing. I love being in the place. But if that place was not like that, I wouldn't call that my passion or my dream job. Yeah. You get it, right? Mm-hmm. Because I'm being controlled. I love to go to work, you know why? Because I don't have stress there. You get it, right? I mean, I love, I, I enjoy the people that I work with. My clients are good. Everything else is just, it's just smooth flowing for me. So, you know, that's why. Turned out to be something you really love you like i like i wouldn't trade it not because of even anything not because of how much i love it but because of how also convenient and 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 how fun it is fun it is for me now because of the impact because of, yeah. of the impact i'm having because of how much i know what i'm doing now it's like i could sleep and still do something like if you wake me up today and say do something i'll, I'll just simply do it. and how did that happen working on my craft yeah that's what the guy talked about like you have to be so good at something that it automatically becomes a passion. <laughs> Tell you. So. I was I was a, very convinced that I would be an investment banker. Very like I was checking all of what an investment banker box was, was yeah. and in my head and literally in my resume and it didn't it still didn't work out. And I was like, Okay. I like data. Let's go see what data does. And I started looking at data, and, and it's funny because when I was doing, when I was telling myself that I would be an investment banker, mm-hmm. I was more interested in the analytics part of it. I wasn't in, interested in the other part of it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, if you're interested in analytics, you like data, let's keep looking at data. And then started looking at data day by day, and I, and it dawned on me that I was just in love with data. Like, I just like numbers. And you didn't even know. <laughs> I was like, you just like numbers. 
that was how data science came about. And I'm like, okay, data science is very versatile that I can do it any Any industry industry. that I like. Anyone. And then the bank came to me and be like, oh, we like your resume. We want to employ you. I was like, okay, sounds good. And now, long story short, this is where you are right now. This is where I am. And and let me go back to the same the same analogy you just said. But let me go back to my relationship wise. If I tell you in a million years that I would see the person I married, if I see him on the road, I will walk past him without turning back. Because I had this mentality of what a dream a man dream should man be. Should be, yeah. And that's what robs sorry to cut you short, but that's what robs a lot of people from actually being with the man that will be the dream man because they have this picture of and that's back buzz back to what we talk about that we have this future look of something that we don't even enjoy i'm telling you yeah i had an idea of what a dream man should be ah he would be this he would be that but then i went out with my husband right now on a date the first date didn't go well <laughs> yeah, like I was convinced there wasn't going to be a second date are you serious mm. I was like nope <laughs> this not, is not going to happen <laughs> and part of me and it's funny he the story is funny so after our first date he went on with his family on vacation yeah. and they spent like two weeks on vacation and I'm like, all through vacation, he's texting me, he's checking on me, he's doing this, he's doing that. Every single time in a day, if he gets the time, and I'm like, I'm ju- I've just seen you for one day. Like, there is, and the way at which he communicates yeah. is truly pure. That I'm like, okay, he seemed like he's nice, I should see if we could do a second day, right? And then we did a second date, and I had amazing fun. On the second date. And I'm like, what? And we did all of the things that I would not naturally consider fun. We went board game play. We played board games, yeah. and we had wine. Yeah. And we had, like, um, ch- we played chess. We played, oh, like, a bunch of board games, and we had wine, and we talked. And the conversation was just through... And it came out, it wasn't, I, it wasn't like I was forcing the conversation. We genuinely had fun. And I'm like, okay, this seems like there's going to be a third date. And then it became a third date, yeah, and it just kept going, going and, and going and, and, and going. And, and, and then before you know, ring, boom. And before I know, ring, boom. Before you know, ring, boom. boom. <laughs> there was marriage, and then, You still never thought that this was... He, he, he makes a joke. He tells me once in a while, he tells me, he's like, I know that I wasn't the person you were expecting. <laughs> He, but I, he, he tells you like I know I wasn't the person you expected, but well, I am glad I was able to capture your heart. Wow, that's it. no long story short. It, it's something. It's it's for your ability for something to capture your heart that it becomes that thing that you. My question is, what do you think was the secret behind, you know, the job, the relationship, you know, from making it from that thing that you never thought. From making something that you didn't expect to what it is right now, like what did you think was behind all these things? I, with, I, for my job and the relationship, it it's always been the same thing. It's when you go into something, go into it with everything you everything have, you have. 
invest your time mm. invest your passion mm. give your best give your best do everything that you can do yes be true to yourself yes and then put it in don't put it in expecting something to come out yeah. just put it in because you were investing that time yes and it just happened with the job i study every day ex- i'm not expecting that i would be a millionaire one day or i would do this or i would do that it's just as like do this if i want to spend my time doing this i should probably spend my time doing it very well mm. so just go every day put in everything that you have and just just go in expecting to learn something new mm. and that's how it, it happens honestly that's the only thing that's for me the only thing. no i i, I agree with you there's this clean up my work man I asked him if cleaning was his passion. He told me, you know, you know like, why are you doing it? You know what he told me? What? He said he feels like life is a ladder. You get right? Everybody has a part to play. His own part in this life is to clean for somebody to walk clean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, like, he enjoys what he does. This is not his passion, no. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you that guy is more fulfilled in life than someone that is even in his passion. He says, if his work is just a clean floor for someone to just walk peacefully and pass, <laughs> like, he's good for the day. And in my gym, he does the best. Like, so he cleans for us, but also I feel like he gets contract because of how good he is. How good he is from cleaning. You get, and, and, and like, these are the people that eventually ends up opening companies. You get, right? Cleaning companies. And before you know it, it's not their passion, but their bosses. But that's the thing, though. If before you be good at something to a point where they consider you a professional, yeah. is you do it with everything that is inside of you. Yeah. And sometimes, in some people, you have to take out that that thought of, "Oh, I'm doing this for the money of it," yeah. or "I'm doing this because the title is there," "I'm doing this because it gives me this position." Just do it because, wow. <laughs> I wake up every morning and I just love a clean place. Yeah. So I clean. clean yeah. Right? Mm, and you're mm. so good that people would notice, notice you. Yes, yes. See, honestly, that's the key. There's a word for that. It's called deliberate practice. I'm telling you. Deliberate practice. They say, uh, you've ever had the 10,000 rules that if you spend 10,000 hours doing something, you'll be a master. And then someone said, it's not just 10,000 hours. 10,000 hours of in- 10,000 intentional hours. That's like, okay, I'm doing this with everything I have. Not that you're you're cleaning and you're you're your phone. You 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 there are two types of cleaners. They're cleaners that are cleaning and they're on their phone. So we've had two workers at my job, eh? Two two different people. And they the the one that didn't last was the one that they were on their headphones while they were cleaning. You get it, right? They were listening to music and all that and cleaning. Those guys didn't last. But the guys that were not on their headphones, like they were present cleaning, like those guys last lasted. And then they left. So the, so the boy left because he didn't have his papers. Mm. Very, very funny story. He left because he didn't have his papers. And then the boy this other guy that wasn't doing the job well. Last week, the boy came back. The whole gym was happy to see him. Like, literally, like, he, when he left, they asked, why did this guy go? And they were oh. like, he didn't have papers. Everyone was like, oh, that boy was doing a very good job. Two weeks later, he came back last week. And I was happy to see him. I was like, yes, my God, my cleaning guy. Right. Like, everybody was like, you're back. Like, welcome, welcome, welcome. That's, that's the level of... If he, 
ordinary clean now. Don't call that ordinary. Don't call it ordinary. I know. Everybody's craft is craft important. Craft is important. Like ordinary cleaning or cleaning. Forgive me, cleaning. But at that moment, eh, I felt like I saw a star when he came out there. Life is changing now. <laughs> this gym is going to be cleaner. Because what is he doing? He's and and and, and if you see this guy happy doing what he's doing. He doesn't care about time. He cares about you know he, he will stay over and and get it done. Like you know, and this and I won't be surprised you know tomorrow when you see this person in this. You know when you see this person having their own companies or being independent, the word we're looking for you know that that entrepreneurial life that oh relaxation, freedom, and all that you get right. These are the price that you have to pay to get to that level. Because people that didn't pay that price are the people that when these ones are kind of like resting and relaxing mm-hmm. are now trying to cash up, you get right? Yes. Because they never put in that that amount of time. So, I no, no, I agree with you when you say be intentional. Like, mm, that's, that's key. That's key. Because uh, the reason, another the reason is because people kind of overcloud themselves with the money it's not and I, don't get me wrong it's not a bad idea to have money goals mm. it is yeah or it's not a bad idea to look, have goals based on some some um financial reasons it depends on what what place you are in your life mm. right but having that thought that okay i'm going to do this and i'm going to enjoy it and i'm enjoying it and i want to give everything to it it just blocks every other thing out and it just gives you this level of excitement when it's done right because i'm, I'm using that your the cleaning guy as an example right now he i would assume enjoys when the place is very very clean, clean yeah. He doesn't just want to do the job and be like, okay, I have five hours to be here. And yeah. when my five hours is done, I'm, I'm gone. <laughs> no, he's like, I want this place to be clean. I want my work to show, yeah. right? Yeah. And as he does it, he just does it because he likes to have the place clean. Yeah. And like you said, everybody was excited when he came back because they've seen how good, good his work is. is. Yeah, yeah. That's the goal. That's the goal. Like, I tell people... I'll use myself as an example here too. I'm never worried about losing a job. Not to brag or boast. No, right? you're go- obviously going to find one. But but I know one thing for sure is that I'm like, no matter any job I find, I will excel at it. Not because that's my passion. I, I worked in a restaurant that wasn't my passion, but I excelled in it. Mm-hmm. I like, I did it so well that you know, I was being offered promotion and raise. I'm like, I don't want. <laughs> you get it, right? Oh my god! It's like the funniest. Thing. That's how funny I am. I am like, I worked in a restaurant for two years. I never took a day off. Never, never. Like you never in my history of life, I have never taken a day off from work. I've never called that and say I can't make it into the lie, lie. Like to my boss would tell me that we need to talk about your vacation days <laughs> so because twenty twenty two we are taking vacations. <laughs> my boss would say, So you do not take any vacation, so I'll have to pay you the money you get, right? But he's like, I'm I'm really glad like you tell me, like I want you to I want you to I want you to like I want to increase your like you know, but you have to accept this rose that I'm giving to you. I'm like, I don't want more roles. Oh, I, I'm just 
just okay with this 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 level you know like like that's the mindset i had like when i was working in a in, in like a move out company like you know i was moved from just a regular guy to among my regular pairs i started making more than them you get right mm-hmm. this will come like the human lifting machine because the energy is just a like it's it's just the, it's not about the job it's about me mm-hmm. i will make this work so fun like i will make it look so good that you would think i'm actually my dream job but it's not my dream job you're just living the moment <laughs> i'm just living the moment like living at my work people like at my work literally people will tell you i don't think lucky have any worries in this life <laughs> Like, I don't think Lucky have any worries in his life. They have to, do you smoke with them? No, no. no. So, no like, it's not Lucky high. I'm just natural. It's naturally high. <laughs> like, and, and, and this is not me bragging or boasting, but this is just me saying that, like, for real, I love what I do. Not because it's my passion, but because I don't have a choice. <laughs> you get it, right? It is there, and and you have to pay that, like whatever it is that you do. If you put your, even the Bible says, you know, whatever your heart, your hands find to do, you do it with all your heart, like all your might. That is when you will see result out of it. But if you just do it because, huh, this is just a temporary job, so I'll just give you my temporary mm-hmm. spirit, and you're expecting to grow from it, you're never gonna grow. I'm glad you said that because I, I think when I was doing my masters. I was a host for an Italian restaurant and have you ever been in a restaurant that is one of the classy restaurants on a Friday night or on Saturday night? If you've been in that position as a host, you will learn what they call patience (laughs) and self-manner because there are 10 people in front of you trying to get a table and you can't give it to them, but you still have to be that service person <laughs> and be self-respectful and be smiling to them and even, that, telling them no. even though you're telling <laughs> even though you're telling them no i can't have we don't have table and throughout that my time with that restaurant i learned anything if i've learned if i didn't learn anything is i learned patience mm-hmm. the ability to be patient with somebody even when they're annoying you. And sometimes you have people insult you. You'll be like, I put out a reservation, blah, 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 blah. And you'll be like, I'm sorry, Matt. I know you did. I'll try my best. I'll try to get you a table. And some jobs are not entirely the goal job, but they teach you one thing that takes you to, to where next, you're going. Ah, for real, 100%, 100%. Ah, like, literally, that's the whole case closed. See? Guys, if you guys didn't learn anything from this, this what we talk here, uh, this thing you just said mm, is the mindset everybody needs to have. That it's it, it may not be your goal job, but please write on here. I'm sorry for no, seriously. It it's it's sometimes and and I, and I begin to see those 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 um those goals that I already say. Oh, this is my goal job. This is where I want to be, and then I see how something i learned from something that is not entirely part of the goal yeah it appears there and i begin to apply that knowledge Knowledge, to the goal job and if i put myself in a position for that goal job all of the careers that would take me there would not even teach me this knowledge that i have there that has been applied to it and like a good example is my present job right now i have a difficult uh, team member and 
she is not intentionally difficult but she does it without knowing and because i've worked with people that i had to be patient with that i had to be intentional with and be like politely communicate with them and when we started started telling her i was like oh xyz let's say for example um grace grace this thing you're doing i see it as this you this is how it's coming up for me and this is how you need to change and it it helped without working a relationship so sometimes there's some things that you would learn that would not look like it would be useful at all oh, yeah. but yeah, it, applies. it applies no knowledge is a waste no not no, entirely no experience is a waste not entirely mm, mm, mm. like literally if you can but that's the thing now it's it's up to you to have that mindset because once you have that mindset now you live in that moment and you learn whatever that needs to be learned from them and you yeah. move on you get yeah. right but if you if you have the opposite mindset and like what the hell am i doing here now like i should be i should be driving like beginning why am i driving yes mm, life story same here again after school graduated and went straight into getting a 2000 2000 maybe 15 or 16 to get a camera we're just driving anyhow. Accident, bam, get on that one, bam, do another one. Today, you know the car I'm driving, 2001, I'm like, I should have been driving this long term in cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, don't block it. Like, turn with it. Like, he, he's like, this car we're driving right now is the car that we should have driven in before. But life just wants you to learn that lesson. If you don't learn it now, you learn it later. I'm telling you. Yeah, that, no, that's exactly how it is. Like, if you, if you rush. <laughs> Whatever you jump, that process you skip here, A, B, C, D, you skip that you went to F. When you get there, eh, it will come at me. <laughs> you, you will still forget, like, you will still take it. So, that boils down back to... I, I'll give you another example. When mm. I was serving as a host there, because there was an Italian restaurant, they were with, it was kind of a high-class restaurant. Yeah. So, I was learning. Sometimes I hear about the food. Sometimes I hear about the wine. So, my boss... When I started interning, because I learned about wine being part of that restaurant. restaurant yeah. So my boss loved wine. So I gave him recommendations. Mm. And he's like, I like this. What can I order next? What are, what are you going to tell me? I'm like, you it's, don't know you, where those knowledges know would come in. Mm. You don't. Mm. He loves wine. He's like, oh, 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 my, oh. I, I ordered this. I ordered that. And I'm like, oh, you like those? Okay, buy this. This is very good for you. This, and he's you so imagine? excited. Can you imagine? And you got this knowledge even from... from Being a, a host. In a host. Being <laughs> a host in an Italian <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> Maybe even your least paid job. I'm so. telling you. <laughs> but you got the knowledge that and now you're using to deal with your boss. Wow. What is life? Yeah. What is life? How we can just um, know that every moment, you know, Everything we're going through, suffering, good or bad, has a has a purpose. I'm telling you, and everything has a purpose. Get the most out of it. Don't be in a hurry to get out of it, but just get enough as you can out of it, and then. And that and that that kind of boils back to what we were saying earlier. It's just living in the moment. In the moment. Because if I if I was just telling myself, if I walked in the other day and be like. Oh, I'm gonna be a data scientist, or I'm gonna do that. I'm not doing I'm just gonna, job. Like, like, do you understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not gonna take me to where I am. I go to, and and I love 
Italian food now, and I could tell you a little bit about it because I've worked there. I've seen these people. They've done like you understand. Yeah. It's just that extra knowledge and that extra excitement when you go to job, the job, and you be like, oh, what are we? What are we? What is our special today? What's what's a new wine on our menu today? Like that's enjoying that moment and soaking it in, still with the knowledge that you still have a goal. But you're not just completely. You're not completely forgetting about the goal, but you're enjoying the moment. You're taking in that knowledge that you're getting, and then still moving forward. That's that's the way to go. That's the way to go. I think, honestly, that's how we're gonna run this conversation up. Living in that moment. That's why sometimes they say, even in a relationship, it's not about you know how like people listen, but they don't listen. They they listen to. Because they want to say something, you know, so they're not really listening to you. And that's the same way we go about life. We don't listen to life. We just, we're, not, we're in a hurry to say something back. You get right? Someone is speaking, your partner is speaking, but you're, you're listening, but you're not listening for listening's sake. You're listening so you can ask a question or you can just, move, move. like, once you end up giving you back my own yeah. peace of mind. You but get, some, people, right? some people listen because they want to have a comeback. Comeback, yeah. It's not every, sometimes you listen because you just want to hear the person out. Most people listen because I'm like, okay, okay. I'm waiting for him to finish. <laughs> when he finishes, I will tell him what's in my I'll mind. Just do this. I'll just put this one <laughs> and, and and it never like things like that never Mm-mm. ends up. Mm-mm. But yeah, if you attentively listen to this person and where this person is coming from, you know that's where you learn and like, okay, you know what? You can still say what you want to say. Yeah, you can still say like it doesn't mean you shouldn't say what you want to say. You should still say what you want to say, but also. Like you said, enjoy the moment. Listen to that person. Enjoy it. That's and so hey, honestly, this was a great conversation, Mama. Thank you for having me. I, I had it. fun. I, I I love it. I wish we had time to go a little longer, but you know, almost gotta go back to our husband. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> but but like um, what's a what's an advice you know you would want to give to anybody out there listening to this podcast? life or anything in general um so i think the good a good one would be and that's always followed me for a long time too because i came into the u.s not knowing anything Mm. not having anything Mm. and it would come that thing you have in mind that goal you have it would come but there are going to be processes to get to that and appreciate your process because your process is not going to be plant the person beef process. process. Your own process is going to be se- different. Yeah. If if it takes these people five years to get there, it might take you ten years, mm. and it might take you ten years, and it might take you ten years to another destination that is supposed to be where you're supposed to be. Yeah. So zero out your mind and live in that moment and soak in that moment and enjoy what you're doing right now. Because in a few years' time, you're not going to be doing that. You're not going to be. You're not going to be there. Whatever goal you have in mind, that goal might change, yeah. but it's going to get there. Mm. Wherever you need to get to, wherever you, and I could go with destiny, your plan or vision is, you would get there. But your process is not going to be the same as other people's process, and your process will eventually come. And just to add to that, like, there's something you say that, you know, enjoy that moment. It's not going to last forever. It, it it also boils down to, you know, if you're going through a hard time, man, 
enjoy it because you're gonna be get after that hard time you're gonna enjoy so much in life that you would want to remember a hard time in your life but you can't even you will, remember you've learned something you from learned that something life from hard that hard time. time you're going to a sweet time in life to soak it in soak it in because it doesn't last forever but i'm telling you <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't last forever so you know that's what we're talking about like you know stay in that stay in the moment you get right even if you're going through a hard time you're going through whatever you're going through right now you're heartbroken you're you know enjoy it because one day you're going to look back at this day and, say, and oh, tell wow. yourself and tell yourself like basically it all depends on how you you leave that moment if you learn something from that moment you enjoy it you you look back and, and you smile from it or you could look back and say I, I can't even apply what i learned from yeah that like back in college i did an excel class and i didn't take it serious but now literally i, I live my life in excel every day mm-hmm. and i'm like i wish i, I paid I attention class. i i swear to god like i just keep things i have to do the excel because i'm like oh man it's too late for me to learn <laughs> excel right now like i never took that class serious and that's how life is we never know what comes our way we 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 think things happen happen randomly but honestly no it doesn't it it, it doesn't everything happens for a reason so um, it's a preparation it's a preparation oh man guys um thank you so much for listening to today's episode Shout out to MC Omo in the building. Thank you so much for having honestly, me, guys. Like honestly, looking forward to still having on the conversation. Hopefully, with a husband, you know. But with that said, Merry Christmas once again, guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Have yeah. fun. Have enjoy fun. the time with your family. If you're not with family, enjoy the time with the loved ones that you're with. Even if you're by yourself, enjoy. Enjoy it. the time. Like that's that's what we're talking about. Like 2022, enjoy the moment. Enjoy it. Enjoy vacation. It. 2022, <laughs> we're going on vacation. <laughs> okay, guys. So have a great one. Okay. All right. Bye. Peace.